Tell the world of the treasure you found. We've never been singing that, haven't we? So, morning ambassadors. Have you ever felt perplexed? Well, I certainly have been this week, especially waiting on the Holy Spirit as what to speak about today. I finally received the word Tuesday morning, and I believe the Lord is teaching me patience and trust as I wait upon him. We continue today with our identity in Christ, and today I'm speaking on the fact that we are ambassadors for Christ. What is an ambassador in simple terms? An ambassador is an official representative for his or her country, stationed in another nation. What does ambassador mean in the Bible? Christians of every era are called to be Christ's ambassador. An ambassador is a personal envoy sent from the head of state, just as the head of state sends an ambassador on a diplomatic mission. Christ, Jesus Christ, sends us on a mission to represent him in both words and action. Do you know today your identity, standing, and calling is as an ambassador of Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who has given us a very high calling into his kingdom, his realm? And because of this, we are also royalty, a royal priesthood belonging to God to represent our King the Lord Jesus Christ, here on earth and proclaim the gospel to others and to share our faith. We haven't been saved to keep it to ourselves. We all have a part to play. We know we are the redeemed of the Lord, so let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Cecile gave us a really good message at the very beginning of our identity in Christ. If you haven't heard it, please listen to it because it was a great message that she gave. We don't have to fear what to say as we proclaim the gospel, for the Holy Spirit will give us utterance as we speak out the truth of God's word. Psalm 81 verse 10 says, Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. To speak out requires faith, trust, and an act of obedience. Join with me as we look briefly, and I mean briefly, into the scriptures of three ambassadors of Christ. Jeremiah 1, 4 to 9. We can have it on the screen. Thank you. An ambassador who was called to the nations. We'll read it. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Before we were born. This is Jeremiah, and we identify with him. Before we were born. Before we were in our mother's womb. Before God knew us. Knew each and every one of us. 
and he set us apart to do whatever he's calling us to do today. Let's continue with. Alas, sovereign Lord, here it just hit me. Jeremiah called him sovereign. He knew that he was sovereign. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I don't, do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, to Jeremiah, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you. So as the Lord says this, he knew there would be times when he would be rescuing Jeremiah and that the calling is not going to be easy. I will rescue, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth, Jeremiah's mouth, and said to me, now I put my words in your mouth. Jeremiah, called to be an ambassador, a prophet to the nations. We may not be called to the nations, but like Jeremiah, we are also called to declare his word to whoever we are in contact with or sent to, or anyone who come alongside us. And we don't have to fear what to say, for the Holy Spirit will give us the words what to say. God will fill our mouths as we open them, as he did with Jeremiah. We are also reminded of the fact that before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. God knew us before we were in our mother's wombs. Can we now take a look at Moses, an ambassador of God, who proclaimed God's power and justice in Pharaoh's court? Begin at 10. Moses said to the Lord, O Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave man his mouth? Who makes him deaf or mute? Who gives him sight or makes him blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you to speak and will teach you what to say. But Moses said, O Lord, please send someone else. Here we have Moses as an ambassador who was being sent to speak to Pharaoh. So God had spoken to Moses And he was trying to wriggle out of it, out of going. First, he said, I have never been eloquent, and I'm slow of speech and tongue, and asking God to send someone else. Clearly, Moses felt inadequate for the calling ahead of him. And sometimes we may feel like that when God is speaking to us. I remember a time when I felt the same and can identify with them. I had the calling from the Lord and sent to the travelling people. I remember the vision God gave me of the travelling women and children seated in a ring in a field. The caravans were around the edge of the field and I saw the washing on the line blowing gently in the breeze. And God said, I am calling you to serve among these people. I am opening a door before you that no man can shut. 
I remember feeling inadequate and thinking, these people put curses on you and how will this take place? Indeed, this door did open in this place one evening after a church meeting. A travelling lady came to me and said the Lord had told her I was the one who would go and read to her because she couldn't read. I was thinking, now it's not me, forgetting the vision God had given me. But she said, oh, my caravan is at Sainsbury's Bothorpe and come tomorrow night. I burnt within and knew it was indeed me. With much trepidation and a mixture of excitement, I arrived at her caravan as instructed. And there began my first night with them. The trailer became full of curious, lovely women. This began four years of evangelism, which was very challenging and exciting travelling with them at different conventions over the country. It was very humbling to be among them and chosen for the ministry. God gave me all that I needed for the ministry for four years. Wherever I walked, my feet were hot, anointed to fulfill the calling. Robin also joined with me and accompanied me to the conventions. It was a wonderful privilege and experience in spite of the fact that I was fearful to begin. God undertook in every way. We can be assured if God is using us for his purpose, he will help us to fulfill whatever he is asking us to do and give us the anointing to fulfill his plans. So we as ambassadors can go forward with God's help as we spread the gospel of the Lord, the truth that will set others freed, as in free, uh, indeed the truth has set us free. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. We don't need to be afraid as the Holy Spirit will help us. We have been chosen, hand-picked by God our Father, set free to declare the truth, the gospel of our Lord, Saviour. We are representatives and ambassadors of Christ. We are the voice of heaven and being appointed to witness for him. I can take you to Ephesians now, 6, verses 19 to 20. This is all brief. If you want to read all about the Corinthian church and Paul, all about Paul's letter, please take time to do so. I love Corinthians. Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. He says, Praise all, Pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, there again, three ambassadors, all about opening their mouths, Words may be given me so that I may fiercely make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fiercely as I should. Here is Paul, ambassador for Christ, bound in chains but still continuing to speak out the truth. His chains did not stop him. Whatever situation circumstance we find ourselves in, we can and should declare the gospel of the Lord Jesus 
And we know, like others, before us, we can stand fearlessly and boldly. And whenever we open our mouths, words will be given us as we speak out the truth of God's word. We also, as ambassadors, wherever we are, in our home, our families, that's the hardest. In sickness, in trouble, in chains. Pray not none of us will ever be in chains. On the mountaintop, down in the darkest valley, if you're in schools, in hospitals, and we know that people here, I heard that Margaret was witnessing when she was in hospital, praise the Lord. Our neighbours, our friends, we carry the light and truth of the word of God. Sometimes we do not need to say anything or do anything, for we do carry the light of Christ with us and light up the darkness. Interestingly, I was praying very, not very long ago for my granddaughter for an opportunity to speak to her and her partner about the Lord. And about four weeks ago, we were having a meal together. And suddenly, her partner was speaking to me about the Lord and asking. And I had a little time of talking, best you can, while you're eating a meal together and sharing. And it was a very quick answer to prayer that this happened. And the partner said to me, when you talk about Christ, your eyes light up. And I looked at him, and my granddaughter said, yes, they do, Nanny. And, you know, that spoke to me. I could just look at them both and thinking, wow, so others do see the light of Christ in our lives. That's not just me. The eye is the wind of the soul, isn't it? If your eyes are full of darkness, they're going to... But if your eyes are light and you're in the light of Christ, then your soul is full of light and others do see. And as an ambassador, we need to be respectful to others as they watch our lives. We are appointed by God to do his will. And believe me, others do watch our lives. We can go now to 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 21. Thank you. And this comes under the heading of the Ministry of Reconciliation. We have also been given the Ministry of Reconciliation. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. We sing that song, don't we? I'm a new creation, no more in condemnation. Here in the love and grace of God I stand. My heart is overflowing, our love keeps on growing. Here in the grace of God we stand. We are a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. All this from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. Not counting men's sins or women's against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. 
as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made himself, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Who are the ambassadors of Christ in this key verse that Paul writes? We are Christ's ambassadors. We are Christ's ambassadors. Called to bring those out of darkness into the light of Christ and been given the ministry of reconciliation to bring those perishing to Jesus, who is the light of the world. David touched on this last week. We sing the song, don't we? We've just sung it. Light of the world, you stepped down into darkness, opened our eyes, my eyes. He's opened our eyes and let us see the beauty of himself, the beauty that made our hearts adore him and hope with our life spent with him, light of the world. And here we are to worship. He's the king of all days, so highly exalted, glorious in heaven above. Humbly he came to the earth he created and all for love's sake became poor. And we have sung, we'll never know how much it cost for him to see his sin upon a cross, to make our sin upon the cross, sorry. So this is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and a summary of the gospel and its logic. Christ, the only entirely righteous one at Calvary, took our sin upon himself and endured the punishment we deserved, namely death and separation from God. Thus, by a marvellous exchange, he made it possible for us to receive his righteousness and thereby be reconciled to God. Our standing and acceptance before God are solely in him. Again, all this is God's doing. All this is freely available to us because of his divine grace. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, born of Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified and shed his lifeblood for our sin. He took our place the Holy Son of God. And because he did, the Father's will, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever comes to him in repentance will not be turned away. He waits at your heart's door and will embrace you with his love. So ambassadors, that's you and I, whatever we say or do, may not bring people to Christ immediately. It could be months, years, but everything we do in word or deed is a seed set in people's hearts and minds. And one day, God will send someone else, that may even be you again, someone else to water that seed. Isaiah 55 says, God's word never returns void never returns void, and he will fulfill his promises. God, 
fulfills his word. For those here maybe who are not ambassadors yet, who do not know the Lord, I say yet because God is calling you today. Now is the day of salvation. Behold, all things shall be made new, new creation, a brand new man. I leave you with this scripture. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. All God's people say, Amen.